Welcome back to Mishnah Yomi. Today we're continuing to learn Masechtas Chagiga, Perik, Beis, Mishnah Dalit, and Mishnah Hay. And for those of you who are about to finish Masechtas Moed, Seder Moed, excuse me, please contact me, email me, text me, tell me, so that we can include you in the Siyam. Okay, the first Mishnah is going to be a continuation from yesterday's Mishnah, discussing what, about the slaughtering of the Karbanos on Yom Tif. And then we're going to move on to what's going to be take their duration of this Masechta, and that's going to be laws of Tumat Tahara, purity and purity, a little more complicated, and then, as always, because this is not the format to go through the Mishnah in detail and depth, that'll take a lot of time, we're going to try to describe it in a way that's understandable, that we can grasp, but again, it's going to be more rudimentary than in depth. Okay. Atzeret Shecholios Be'er Shabbos. In the event that Shavuos falls out in Erev Shabbos, Be'ishami Omrim Yom Tovach Shabbos, because Be'ishami is of the opinion we don't bring a Ola, the carbon that's totally sacrificed in, on the Mizbeach, on the altar, on, Sha- on Yom Tiv, so then we bring it the next day, the next day Shabbos, we only shecht it on Sunday. So, says, no, you could bring an Ola on Shabbos, excuse me, on, 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 on Yom Tiv, and therefore you bring it on that Friday. However, Modem, they both agree, they both agree, Shavuos falls out on Shabbos, so the day that you slaughter it is going to be after Shabbos, because we don't, bring a Ola on Shabbos. So again, if the Shavuos falls out on Friday, Beishamah says you can only slaughter the animal on Sunday, whereas Beishamah says no, you can slaughter it on Friday. Okay, Vein Kongo Mishmalash Bekelov. However, in the event that the ha- they have to uh, wait till Sunday, because either Beishamah, it fell out on Friday, or Beishamah, it fell out on Shabbos, so we're pushing off the slaughter until after Shabbos on Sunday, the Kohen Gold may not wear his festive clothing, and umutram behesped tainus. If someone passes away, you could do hesped. You can give a, a eulogy. You can fast. Shalakayim divrei omrim atzeres achas shabbos. Because the tzedukim, there were those who interpreted the uh, Torah that says that the machas shabbos that shavuos is always after shabbos. Now we know based off our oral tradition that's not what it means. It means fifty days after um, after Pesach. But because some think. It, they interpret it, again, without a royal condition, tradition. They wrongly interpret Shavuos can only fall on a Sunday, so we don't want to give the impression that we embrace that, and therefore, in the event we have to push off the slaughtering till Sunday, we do in a way that we can show and demonstrate that it's not actually Yom Tif. Okay, Mishnah Hay is now going to begin the laws of Tumah and Tahara. And when it comes to Tumah and Tahara, when it comes to food, there are five levels of holiness. There's going to be ordinary food, there's going to be food that's Maish Hashani, that's separated by the Kohen to be eaten, by the farmer, excuse me, to be eaten in Jerusalem. There's truma, the portion of the crowd given to the Kohen. There's kodesh, that's, that's uh, sacrificial food, as we mentioned before, parts of the food that has to go, you know, the, with the shlumim, the part, part that goes to, uh, that's eaten, that's consumed by the human, humans. And lastly, is mechatas, and that's water mixed with the ashes, the paraduma, the red heifer, which is used to purify people and utensils. And that we uh, have, we, we really jack up and heighten the level of purity we need for that. Okay. In the event that someone is impure, and we talk about the impure, we're not talking about the uh, every level of impurity. We assume that it's a lower level of impurity, and you want to go and eat chulen or meiser or truma. <coughs> Excuse me. So all you have to do is wash your hands. And by the way, you can find you can find on my other podcast. We have a shear on washing hands until zidayim. It's potentially the reason we wash our hands before we eat bread is reminiscent of this halacha. Okay. But when it comes to eating sacrificial food, you have to immerse yourself in the mikvah. And when it comes to the um, the handling and using the mechatas, especially we said we, we heighten level of purity. In the event that one's hands become impure, now again, 
when we talk about impurity on a level of the risa, let's say a dead body, if any part of your body touches the dead body, the corpse, your whole body becomes impure. But there are other levels of tumah, of impurity, that are only derabanan, they're only rabbinic in nature, and in the event that your hands touch it, only your hands become impure, which is why if you wash them for, let's say, you can then go and eat the chul and the miser and the, uh, and the, um, and the uh, truma. The halach is, when it comes to a more intense level of impurity, so then you have to go to the mikvah. However, if you are someone who touches something that's less, that's a, a lower level of impurity, so you just have to wash your hands. But when it comes to the mechatas, because we, again, we, we want an extra level, extra stringency, if your hands become impure from a lower level impurity, your whole body is considered impure, and then you have to go to the mikvah. Nitzmin yadav, nitzmin guf, your whole body becomes impure, you have to go to the mikvah. I wish you all a wonderful day.